And she goes, Becca, you're never going to believe what I was just told. The man (laughs) that you were going to be set up with from the restaurant is in the news. (gasps) Oh, We're like, I was like, okay, for what? I'm going to read you the morning call title. South Whitehall man sentenced to house arrest and probation for entering U.S. Capitol during January 6th siege. (laughs) Manic. Pixie. Jump scare. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. We're Quinn. We're Quinn. And we're Becca. We're Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and and love love for for each each other. other. Oh my goodness. We have to stop doing this where we take breaks between recording because... It's scary, it's spooky, and it's not welcome here. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's dark sided actually. Um <laughs> certainly, certainly, certainly. So it's been like it's been like two weeks actually since Beck and I have convened in this fashion. Yeah. And yeah, I sense the energy. Beck is coming in with a fun energy today. I'm coming in with a frantic energy because as I said to Becca, I was running around for like 30 minutes prior to this because I decided it would be a good idea to cook myself a full meal. Bef- Something that a 20-year-old isn't really doing, no. first of all. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, because even though I'm 22, I am forever 20. Like, that's <laughs> something about me, actually. And um, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And something I have such a gripe with and something that I think should be illegal is how Ooh. long it takes for the pasta water to boil. It's ugly. What is up with that? (laughs) No, seriously. Like, they always talk about that frog or whatever. (laughs) What's the frog? Like, the frog in the pot. I've never heard of this ever in my life. Like, if if you throw a frog into boiling water, which will take 35 minutes to boil, Uh um, it will, it will, like, uh, be really scared or freak out or whatever but if you keep a frog in a pot of water and then you slowly bring it to a boil it will die without even really knowing or realizing it wow yeah because it's just before it's too late but <laughs> exactly. i don't know it does, and we're it that does frog. Have, it, boiling water also does have that aspect of like Okay, well, suddenly there's nothing, and then you leave for like five minutes after forty minutes of waiting, and it's like, okay, now the pot's overflowing. Now, like, <laughs> we're ready to go. You have like a you have like a five minute window where you have to put the pasta in, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah, for me personally, I'm always excited to eat pasta, and so it's always such like a letdown when it's like, okay, I'm gonna make pasta, but then it's like, okay, it's actually gonna be a whole ass hour before you actually get to put any pasta in your mouth, mm-hmm. and. I just it's hard. There should be a way it's that really it's hard. faster. It's crazy. Like a literal whole Wheel of Fortune episode. I put the pot on because I'm Mima right after Jeopardy yeah. ended. 
<laughs> Pat and Vanna are signing off. It's not even come to a boil yet. Like, what wow. are we doing? Like, wow, wow, wow. It might also be the, the oven in my house is old as fuck, but. Okay, fair enough. <sighs> anyway, we need to, somebody needs to figure something about that out, but. I really, I got to get you onto Easy Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you still Which, have to boil the easy mac? Oh, but you can put it in the cup. You put it in the microwave, babe. Yeah, you can do the I cup did on. forget the water one time and I almost burnt my house down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so just don't do that. Well, guys, so basically we're catching up right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the classic part of the episode where yeah. we catch up. So, Quinn, beside the the pasta that just happened just occurred what the hell has been going on with you i see from your hat you're teasing something special (laughs) yes well guys so i went to mexico and with that the rainbow tour comes to an end um my last stop was the ozempic games um in sunny (laughs) puerto vallarta um it was just an honor to be there this year it's really special that something like that is happening and that i was Mm -hmm. you know honored to be invited to such an event um and i got this cool commemorative hat as a prize it's awesome but yeah i went on spring break with my friends from college and i got this hat down there now apparel with location names usually chooks me out a little bit like Mm -hmm. like when somebody has like a wildwood sweatshirt or like uh like rehoboth like something like something you would buy like a beach shop Mm -hmm. that's usually not something i think is like appealing to wear sure but i saw this hat and i've been in the market for a trucker for a while but i just have never like one has never really spoken to me like that and then i saw this hat it's so very cute yes it's, it's lesbian colors um yeah and it has like a little sunset kind of thing on it it says mexico but it's just so damn cunty and i was like no actually i do need to have that hat i think you're right um and so i bought it and i've been wearing it and so yeah it's especially good because my hair is in a really weird place right now everybody and so that's my statement on that. Okay. Haircut needed okay. if I can only get up the courage to call the haircut place and make an appointment. But oh my gorge. Um, might take like another week or so. Anyways. So yeah, I went to Mexico and it was beautiful. It was sunny. The weather was absolutely gorgeous. It was like low 80s, sunny. Ooh. Um, it's like perfect just sitting weather. Yeah, I could go for that right now. And my friends and I went to a resort. Now, Becca, have you ever stayed at a resort? I must know. So I did, actually. Okay. In the Keys in Florida. Okay, work. It was resort vibes. And but what, not out of the country. What was, like, your experience, would you say? Did you like? Did you not like? I was like, okay, cute. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cute. Okay, work. <laughs> we- yeah, we did have a rental car because I was like, I could not have stayed the whole thing on the on the resort. So it was real good to like be able to actually leave. Yeah, so my group spent almost the entire time on the resort because on location. Okay, I see. Yeah, <laughs> well, our resort was a little remote. Okay, um, 
So like we were planning on like we said we're like oh we're going to Puerto Vallarta but we were over we were in a completely different state it turns out than Puerto Vallarta. Okay. <laughs> but, like the city was literally forty minutes away from us, and so like mm. <laughs> we didn't even end up like going out or anything because it was like like it was forty minutes to the city and then forty minutes back. Yeah. So um that didn't really work out too well, but. Yeah, the resort was very interesting. It turns out, because it's on the west coast of Mexico, lots of Canadians. Oh, really? Yes, like, everybody was Canadian. We were, like, (gasps) intruders. Oh, my God. So fun. (laughs) Yeah, so we met a lot of people from Edmonton. We met people who live in the Northwest Territories. Oh, my geez. Which is up by Alaska. Okay, were any of them super hot? <gasps> yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. There was tell this me a little one... bit about that. Okay, there was this one dad. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I really, we like bonded with their whole family, and I, I feel like we acknowledged it and we talked about it with him. He, we referred to him as volleyball dad, and we did eventually like find out his name, and we were, were like playing cards with their family by the end of the trip, but like, Slay. he was like, Ugh, like um oh my god he was very he was very hot um <laughs> and like in amazing shape he was definitely like in his 40s in amazing shape i was talking to these people at one point they said the most canadian thing i'd ever heard what no he actually did hot dad hot yeah. dad at one point he was going because we like brought up like justin trudeau or something and he was like oh i have a picture with him i want a canoe race and he was there <laughs> Oh boy. Is that not the most <laughs> Canadian sentence you ever heard? And Oh my god. And then it turns out this canoe race was over 50 hours and it was like 750 kilometers I want to say, which is something like 400 miles. I can't believe that's legal. Yeah, and like their whole family, the mom, the daughter that was at the resort with them, and the dad had all competed in this fucking canoe race that was like 50 hours. <laughs> and the dad beat the mom and daughter. <laughs> no, no, they were all on like a team together. Oh, yeah. So they all won. Yeah, they all won. Okay. Okay. And they set like a record, they said. Oh, my God. Um, Love them. Wow. Yeah. And then there was also I we don't know. We didn't end up talking to this man, but he was there for the entirety of our trip. We called him Brief Man, or I called him Brief Man because he wore like little like brief shorts to like not like a speedo, but also not like board shorts, but like little like briefs basically mm-hmm. to the pool every day. And he had like tattoos, and he definitely was like in his fifties, early sixties. But I was like, "You're very hot to me, actually." Wow! Every time I would see him walk past, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Get a load of that. <laughs> yeah. We also were the youngest people there, like, as, like, a group. Like, we had the youngest, like, median age, I would say. Okay. By, like, mm, about 10 years. Oh. Yeah. And, I... like, like, it was an old resort. It was funny. We were, like, the young kids, like, the old resort. <laughs> but it was lovely. It was lovely. Um, well, I don't know if I mean that completely, because I mm. think this trip taught me that, like, what Becca said. 
about getting off the resort. Like I'm not, uh, I learned like, and I had this thought before we went and mm-hmm. I had like reservations about going to a resort at all, but it's what the other people in the group want to do. So I was like, okay, let me do it. Right. And then I was like, okay, yeah, this is not how I prefer to like do things. Gotcha. Um, That's always good to know about yourself. Yeah. And not in like a way where like the resort wasn't nice. Like it was beautiful. It was an amazing way to spend a week, but it was just very like, I just get very like antsy. Like the problem is me. Like I am the, I am the issue is also what I learned. Like I just need to like, I need some wide open spaces. I need to like Mm. not be doing the same thing every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did. Were you guys on the beach or like just had a pool? Yeah, no, on the beach. We had a pool and the beach beyond the pool um do you know what was fucked up and was a gripe i had the whole week with it actually what's that the hot tub was only for like the vip guests how dare they they were like there's a class system at this resort (laughs) and they were like how dare they they were like vip guests they had like their own pool area with a hot tub because the first day i'm getting there i'm like okay where's the hot tub actually let me let me let me relax let me relax (laughs) and I couldn't. The pool was that is very really warm, rude. Though. Like it wasn't hot tub. It wasn't like boiling, but it was the the pool was always very warm. Okay, that's good at least. Probably because like the UV was eleven, so the sun's uh, like, natural yeah. warmth. <laughs> it was baking. We was the pasta <laughs> in that water. Yeah, um, we was the frog and the pasta. I I did. Like so many people in my life were like, "Oh my god, Mexico!" Like, were weird about me being in Mexico, and it was just something I've learned. Word to the wise mm-hmm. for traveling and stuff yeah. is that like, do your research before you go somewhere. And there are like, in every country, good and bad areas, mm-hmm. and like, just have try to have a sense of like knowing where you can go, knowing where you can't go. Like mm-hmm. that whole cartel thing did happen, but it was in like a border town and anywhere along the border is kind of unstable. And mm-hmm. whose responsibility is that? Oh, the USA. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So just like, don't be like, especially like in the US, I always feel like it's so hypocritical for like US citizens to be like, oh my God, I don't feel safe going to like any other country because like, you could literally walk into a Starbucks and somebody could bust in there with a gun and like your life is over. And oh my god, as a former Starbucks employee, don't I know? <laughs> literally, like yeah, <laughs> you could go anywhere. You could literally go anywhere, and somebody could just decide they want to kill people that day and be like, okay, yeah, you're up. It's your turn. Like, <laughs> like and we're damn. like, and we're like, oh my god, it's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway. That's, yeah. that's what always gets me too but like guys just know where you can go know where you can't go and if you don't feel safe that's fine but you know just just examine it sometimes is what i'm trying to say yeah um makes sense but yeah mexican was beautiful got to use some of my spanish nice oh my god mm-hmm. so duolingo mm-hmm. does she work a little bit yeah okay good. i do want to get in like more formalized like classes at some point Okay. But I figured like, oh, Duolingo is like a fine way to start because I'm not. Yeah. My startup wasn't like a stable point in my life. So I'm hoping to get in like more like formal classes and stuff and try to get to somewhere near fluency. The linguistics mm-hmm. experts are out on whether I can ever be fluent. 
right. because of how the brain develops. But anyway. Well, let's prove them right or wrong. Yeah, let's prove them wrong. I do have a theory. <laughs> I have been thinking of like, I think people just don't have enough like time to dedicate to it. Old, and that's uh, why older people can't learn languages. Like, probably it does it. take a little bit of time. Um, mm-hmm. But who knows? I I also have not read the research on critical periods and stuff like that. Yeah, I can't read. So that's my next goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Read. Mm-hmm, exactly. But something also did happen in Mexico that we do need to talk about. Say it. Endless summer vacation was <laughs> okay, released. Yeah. Was released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, last when I was packing up for the resort, I was packing and listening to Sunlight woke us up early. Um, and so nice. it's so yeah, good. <laughs> she is coming. She is here actually. Mm-hmm. And she is Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And so Becca, what what do you think she about the arrived. album? That we've been anxiously awaiting for so long now. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I keep hearing people every time I ask if someone's listened to it, uh, they're like, yeah, and it's it's nothing like Plastic Hearts. I'm like, when did she say that we were getting another Plastic Hearts? Like, oh, yeah, no. There was no false advertising. This album is fun. It's mm-hmm. for summer vacation. Yeah. And sh- like everyone, she herself even knows she's not going to top Plastic Hearts. Yeah, I never thought it was going to be Plastic Hearts because yeah, I think she I... understands like how, even though, and we talk, we have a whole episode about this. Yeah. <laughs> Refer. I forget what it's called, but rock on Something. Miley Cyrus, as yeah. she once wrote on Becca's poster. Yep, you're right. But that's that album was slept on by the critics and the masses alike. And yep. she was like, you know what? I kind of did it perfectly my first time out. So, but yeah, I never thought at, and as somebody who didn't like super pay attention to the whole press cycle, like I didn't watch her new year special when she announced it. I like, like I'm a Miley fan, but I'm not like tuned into like everything. I was sure. like, this isn't going to be plastic hearts, but like, I'm excited for what it is going to be. Exactly. And it was just good old fun. Yeah. It's just a good old album. And like, there are some people like, there was I read some reviews they're like oh it's like not inventive not memorable and I was like I don't think that's like what she was going for nor like obviously not she wasn't being like oh I'm gonna make something not memorable but like what she was going for which was I'm gonna make an album that's summer yeah I believe she executed it perfectly actually because every song you listen to you're like oh this is the sound of summer yeah and the other thing with the a.m. and p.m sides of the album mm-hmm. that is also so clear and you can like so clearly in the music here when it transitions from am to pm with yeah. that and i stand out track handstand literally like, that is the day tonight <laughs> oh my god i love that and, song <laughs> like so like those two things that she promised about the album she completely delivered on and so i'm like so what do we want from her really yeah we can't fall her on any any yeah. of these factors i wasn't i was like this is what I was expecting, and she's doing it to the highest level, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's so and, good, guys. And so the summer has started. We're skipping right over spring. And exactly. And the summer vacation already. <laughs> release your job. Release your wiggle. <laughs> release Let's run it back, girl. <laughs> so true. Look, I got new nails. Oh. Cloudy. 
Yeah, but it kind of reminds me of the cover. Oh yeah, With that beautiful you blue gotten sky her on the cover. If my nail artist could have, she would have. <laughs> she. Would but why have. am I doubting her? Honestly, okay. That's a conversation so, like, I need to have with myself. This week we're having a <laughs> challenge. I'm gonna walk into the nail salon and say, "I want to make history." <laughs> Literally, that's what this is. That's what this is. <laughs> okay, so speaking of summer vacation oh. and the summer vacation. What are our standout tracks? What are we what are we coming back to with these first couple weeks we've had with the album? Um, I didn't Sorry. I did actually not hear what you just said because my AirPods accidentally connected connected <laughs> to my iPhone and started listening to Endless Summer Vacation. They can't get enough of it. No, they said, turn this faggot <laughs> off and get 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 Miley Cyrus back on. <laughs> so true. I think you asked what my favorite tracks are. Yes, that's exactly what I asked. Perfect. My friend with psychic abilities, it. actually. <laughs> no, I'm so smart. Um, Jaded, obviously, like, guys, 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 guys. So good, actually. I'm so, that's the, the, well, that's like the plastic hearts. That's like the most plastic heartsy the album goes. Yeah, you're right. Um, There's some good to it. It's kind of genius that it's the second track because it's like, okay, here's Davin this for y'all. <laughs> oh, and now, okay, yeah. let's do my different stuff. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Handstand, favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Violet Chemistry. Uh-huh. Ooh, so funky. Um, And Wonder Woman is really cute mm-hmm. and moving. I'm like, how sweet. <laughs> whenever women write songs about the other women in their life that's a recipe for what's the opposite <laughs> of disaster miracle beauty <laughs> yeah, beauty it's a recipe for yes um it's really sweet it's about her grandmother mm-hmm. um she wrote about when her like watching her mom go through her about her mom about watching her mom mm-hmm. watch her mom her Ms. mom Tish, die yeah yeah miss tish's mom um mm-hmm. r.i.p to her yeah but, yeah it's beautiful and um yeah that's a really pretty song but My, what about you quinn um obviously jaded jaded mm-hmm. rose color lenses thousand miles like that's such a good it's a really good beautiful yeah. like jaded rose colored lenses that is like exactly the feeling of when you wake up on a summer morning and it's like there's nothing to do and it's like mm-hmm. there's free it's not like a weird nothing it's just like a, oh this is amazing perfect like, like i have like a restful day ahead of me this the weather's yeah. beautiful like you're about to have a great day like that no, is what rose color you're lenses so right me. rose colored lenses is like the reminder that life is supposed to be fun i know and it's like oh, oh. it's uh, and it like so effortlessly evokes that and i'm like guys <laughs> anyway also a thousand miles i am like a whore for this song i've been listening to this song so much i'm obsessed with the um harmonies in it like Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. oh i pick up the phone and i go back home but all i get is a dial tone Mm -hmm. oh it's so good. It is also really good. Miley Cyrus giving like the Taylor Swift treatment to both the features on this album. <laughs> you better. It's like, <laughs> it's like featuring, but like really, like, they were definitely in a room somewhere. <laughs> yes, exactly. Is um, the feature in the room with us now? Is the feature in the room with us now? <laughs> um, 
and handstand obviously we mm-hmm. need to have twitchy on the podcast we need to <laughs> literally um, twitchy. <laughs> and uh i also really like river i was a little like when i first heard mm. river i was like okay but uh, the, the spoken part got a little like the middle the second verse yeah. i guess you would say the spoken part i was like okay this is a little but then i like listened to it more and i was like I've been saying for the past two weeks to myself at random point, blowing bubbles in the bath. <laughs> a great quote. A I'm great obsessed, quote. I'm obsessed with just that, like the quality of her voice when she says it. It's so goofy and funny. <laughs> goofy. And like, yeah. And the fact that that song is about coming, like it's so like, <laughs> anyway. It's more summer than that. Yeah. Come in the summertime, guys. <laughs> Please. Um, and I did, I did when Beck and I were texting our original thoughts back and forth, I did say that I didn't mind the muddy feet, which is the Sia feature. Cause when Mm -hmm. I saw Sia was featured on the album, I was like, guys, why do we save her from Beyonce's basement? We should have just left her down there (laughs) after she made the autism movie. Yeah. Um, Beyonce kidnapped me. Good. (laughs) Good. Good. Beyonce. Look, guys, Beyonce is never wrong about things. Like, I know. Like, if Beyonce is keeping somebody in her basement, it is because <laughs> it is for a reason. It is only for good. We saved Sia from the basement. What'd she do? Make music starring Maddie Ziegler. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody needs to be saved is the thing. Like... <laughs> it's so true. Anyway. Uh... But I had, but I was like, okay, you can't even hear Sia. <laughs> but then <laughs> I listened to it more and I'm like, no, Sia actually did something more like pernicious than like her voice being in it. And she's so like clear in like the production and like the mm. actual melody of the song. Like I cannot listen to the dong, dong, dong. Like I hate that <laughs> so much. Oh no. Because <laughs> it sounds so much like a Sia song. And like, you know, Sia presented a vision board of Maddie Ziegler like doing something weird to that, to Miley. You're so right. Um, her hand was in the pasta pot. Dun, 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 <laughs> uh, like, uh, anyway, so we haven't been able to put muddy feet back on the rotation quite yet, but she's in timeout. Yeah, she's Beyonce's timeout time right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's basically what's been going on with me. I've actually also been deep in spring cleaning. Oh, nice. It's a new moon, so it's the perfect time to be doing that. Yeah, I hit spring cleaning so hard. I cleaned out my entire room. Wow. I have, like, five bags worth of things to, like, donate. Um, Threw away a bunch of stuff. Um, And then I also did my bathroom at home because every time I opened the cabinet in my bathroom, I, like, literally wanted to die because there was just, like, no organization there's just all this shit. And so I like went through this week and now I'm like, okay. <laughs> Dust your hands of that. I don't know what it is in my astrological chart that causes this, but my space is just very important to me. I feel the same way. What's your, don't you, you have Virgo somewhere, correct? I do not. I have no Nowhere. Virgo placements and we thank God for that. Right. Of course. Okay, let me get back to you on that. Let me get back. We'll get back. We'll get back. <laughs> I'm gonna we'll check the back. documents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go back and listen to um a Put complex a in our life, <laughs> and we'll get right on that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of um, course. but yeah, so now I'm feeling a little light and um, well, in Good. that way. But anyway, 
Okay. <laughs> and so, Becca. Yeah? What the hell, even, has been going on with you? Thank you so much for asking. So, I mean, I've been doing a lot of chilling, working. Mm-hmm. I've done um, a fair amount of substituting lately. <gasps> oh, my goodness. The lies I'm going to have a substitute teacher era. <laughs> Queen. No, you why? And by when? that, I mean, I saw like a job listing today when I was randomly looking because guys. Yeah. Unemployment can't be a part of my journey for much longer. <laughs> It's actually going to have to not be a part of the journey. It's crazy how unemployment can only be a part of your brand for so long before it becomes economically infeasible. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Wouldn't you believe? Wouldn't you believe? Wouldn't wouldn't believe. Um, Um, Wow, shocking. Yeah, so I might be substituting soon. I mean, I saw a listing for like a substitute teacher (laughs) and was like, oh, maybe I could do that. Okay. Do you need your cert for it? Probably. Okay. Then look into it. <laughs> it was a big step for me to just open indeed.com and say, okay, so. How dare you assume I read the, the, the description? <laughs> nor, nor. I have, I have, I have teaching experience. Right. Of course. With the children. Yeah. I, remember, I remember. I didn't do any of the training for that because I was in Ireland during the training. I shouldn't say that because I. <laughs> On on my new resume I formatted, I said I was at all of those trainings. Actually. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> but anyway, so you've been substitute teaching, telling a lot of lies. Mm-hmm. Telling um, lies? No, Papa. And I me- I'm, uh, actually had to deal with my first few, like, really, like, naughty children. <gasps> where I was like, guys, you guys are actually annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like, kind of like... <laughs> Were you like, were you like actually annoyed? Were you like, okay, you're kind of iconic. Like, I kind of love like the fact that you don't care. Well, this one person, I was like, you need to shut up. (laughs) Because also they were like, a few of them were like low-key bully vibes because they were bothering this icon. No, that's not cool. No, there was this icon. I can't say her name for like privacy reasons or whatever. I know she's listening. It's HIPAA. (laughs) HIPAA. HIPPO. Sorry, it's HIPAA. (laughs) But... (laughs) Tippa. Tippa Gore. <laughs> Tippa so... my dog. Oh, that's just and I won't spoil what we're talking about later in the episode, but that's a story I should tell. <laughs> okay. Um, but they were bothering one of the icons who was trying to do her work. Um, and was so nice to me. So I was like, okay, y'all have kind of crossed a line that I have drawn in the sand. Um, then what really got me was when they started making the TikToks. <gasps> in class. Yeah. What are the kids up to these days? No, I had to be like, get off. It's because you're always on those damn phones. It's because you're always on that damn phone. What was I making a joke? I made a joke about that this weekend. I was like, she's always on that damn phone. It's on that damn phone. Uh, uh, wait, so are they just allowed to have their phones in school? Well, yeah. <gasps> but really? like, I, I had to be like, guys, if even if you're done your work, we can't be making videos. No. We can't. Like, no, no. I was like, you guys can go early if you're all quiet now. So then they they started to turn on each other. When it interest it was I, I was playing social games, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're doing Lord of the Flies in the back and like the Oh, literally. I was what, like, what age are these children? I feel like for context. Uh 15. Oh, okay. Okay. High schoolers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was like, if you all tell your friends to shush, 
I will literally release you early. Okay. Um, I did not get the go ahead to do that from the from the front office. <laughs> That's okay. I went. I like went early to from high the school. school did I? <laughs> just just to their lockers. Just from the early. class. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Early <laughs> from the school. Twelve p.m. Hit it, guys. <laughs> Y'all can start driving. Well, because did you have that thing when you were a senior that like you could leave the last period of the day or something? Well, yeah, you would have to have an empty period though. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um. No, I was their last. I was. This was their last period of the day. Um. But it was really interesting to see the social dynamics at work then, because like even like some of the bad kids were starting to be like, "No, shut up!" She's they turned the cops so quick. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, narc, narc. <laughs> <laughs> narc, narc, narc. Y'all are crazy for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's been really fun, though, because I just love, like, the high school age is really good because me and, me and the high schoolers, we're just kind of friends. Like, we just yeah. kind of have a respect level for each other. Like, I can joke with them. You don't No, you don't try to be, and this is, like, <laughs> the best substitutes are people who aren't trying to be more than they are. Exactly, because, guys, I don't care about this. No, literally. <laughs> it's not what I want to do professionally. I just want the hundred bucks a day <laughs> and I want to hit the road. <laughs> so let's <laughs> get that. Get that. Um, See you yeah. guys later. Do you ever <laughs> do you start the day by being like, okay, guys, so I actually went to this high school. It hasn't come up yet, but I'm dying for the day because really? I want to tell. I really they're gonna be I gagged can't... a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm gonna gag them I... a bit for sure. <laughs> I came up with a lie where I would tell them like, "Yeah, that was back like when you got to clock in for school and like we got paid." Ah, <laughs> uh, I think that would be such a fun lie. <gasps> Have you sensed? I was actually talking to an educator recently who okay. was one of my teachers in high school. Uh huh. And I was like, oh, how are they? And she's like, oh, they're a lot less mature than like people your age were because I, of yeah. Cornova. Yeah. The kids missed out. Cornova. Yeah. We are scared. We are scared, President Trump. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking about this tweet all day that was like, and if Trump does get arrested today, I'm going to put a little something on the grill. But, um, yeah, she was saying she how did. kids lost a couple years and like now there are like behavioral issues and apparently like it's like a nationwide thing. I would totally believe that. Totally. It could not have been good for anyone's development. Yeah, no. Including my own. It wasn't good for mine. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. So it's good in the school. Mm -hmm. Um, other than this, I have been I mean, as always, really on the search for love. Oh. <gasps> And, you know, I've been thinking about how a lot of people meet their partners at work and such. Mm -hmm. um, and I work with a bunch of 30-year-old straight women. Mm -hmm. Well, scary there. <laughs> but the thing about these straight women, they have friends. Yeah. So I I'm really excited to deliver this news to you, Quinn. Um <laughs> No, no, no. Don't get excited. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is my breaking news. Dot, dot, dot. Becca's beyond jump scare point. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> context. So I work with a girl whose boyfriend owns a restaurant. Okay. Okay. Money bags. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I've gotten free meals. Yeah, Enjoy my meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better believe it. It's a pokey place. 
Ooh. It's more of a food joint, less of a restaurant. <laughs> not a real sit-down place, not really fancy or nothing. You just go in, you get your poke, and you, you, you get your poke. And you're done. You get, you get your poke rice, and you go. You, it's your no frills about it, and that's what I really appreciate about the place. You know, it's like everybody knows the... your name here. <laughs> it's got grit. I love it. Okay, so um, this one girl who also works with us, um, she was like, oh. Hey, you should set Becca up with the guy who works at the restaurant, like the front of the restaurant. And then uh-huh. the girlfriend of the owner was like, he's creepy. <gasps> and I was like, who is it? And it, I then they started describing him. I was like, oh, I, 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 yeah, he's like not really my type, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> So I was like, eh, I don't know. But then they were like, OK, like if you if you would want to get set up like could or whatever. And I was like, I don't know. I'm on the fence about it. The next day, girlfriend of owner gets a call at work. And she goes, Becca, you're never going to believe what I was just told. The man (laughs) that you were going to be set up with from the restaurant is in the news. (gasps) We're like, I was like, okay, for what? Killed his mom. It always happens, Becca. Well, not again. Matricide. <laughs> not again. OMG. Um, I'm going to read you the morning call title. South Whitehall man sentenced to house arrest and probation for entering U.S. Capitol during January 6th siege. <laughs> the Rose McGowan video. <laughs> We stand up. We fight back. Dude. Dude. Uh, and then there's photo. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. That's almost what I was insurrectionist. <laughs> the way in oh, which. I'm so obsessed. <laughs> I was like, okay, so definitely not my type, actually. Oh, so obsessed um, with this, actually. <laughs> yeah. So. I was like, oh, my God, that makes me never, ever want to talk to someone about romantic interest ever again. Oh, because what if they were an insurrectionist? (laughs) Exactly. And we have to be asking those questions, especially when Lady Gaga isn't giving me those constant updates that I was expecting. She hasn't come out with the report yet. (laughs) Exactly. She's off off (laughs) shooting Joker, performing at the Oscars with no makeup on, being like a whole (laughs) like... Yeah, whatever. So yeah, that was um jump scare of the cinch for me. Uh-huh. Um, was actually delivering that news and I was like, that is so funny. Also, she recently told me that um they the owners kind of want to like boot him, <laughs> right? Well because he's yeah. a criminal. Well, he's under house arrest. Yeah. Um, for a little bit of time, you know. <clears throat> but Apparently, his side of the story is that he, his friend, like, asked him to go to a trip, and he didn't know where he was going, and then when they got there, he had to use a bathroom, and that's why he was let inside. <laughs> Guys, Lady Gaga going to hold see you. right like... that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we need her. We need her, because she knows everybody who was there. She remembers. And exactly. so, like... She found she finger... Memory, she was guys. fingerprinting. She was, um... <laughs> She performed toilet printing, so she'll know who used that bathroom. She was retinal scanning. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it was going um, crazy. 
Oh my yeah. god. No, but what no, what if he is telling the truth? That would be such bad luck. No, there's photos in the morning call of him posed up. Of him like, like, <laughs> like it's like you're bad. not going to the bathroom in this photo, sir. <laughs> I can actually tell. Yeah. Oh. So um, I might not know I don't know a lot of things, <laughs> but I know about that. <laughs> Your penis is not out here. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. Um that has put a little hindrance in, you know, me agreeing to meet people who yeah. the girls at work offer to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that goes with any of that. But yeah. yeah. Um, you said that though, because I do feel myself like opening to love. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, I'm so I've been like thinking I about feel. it more. I've been thinking about it more, not in a way that's like, oh, I like need that to be happy. Okay. But in a way where it's like, Oh yeah, that'd be nice to have in my life. And I'm getting to a place where like, okay, I might be ready to actually like take actionable steps towards like maybe fostering something like that. Whoa, like starting eHarmony? No, like maybe I... just instead of like only talking to my friends when I'm out, maybe like when I actually see somebody I like find attractive, maybe like actually trying to like speak to them. Oh, good idea. I should do that. Which is something I'm always like, yeah, but then I like get out and I'm like, I'm no, trying. you're so right, actually, because me and Jacqueline agreed today that, like, it would be really fun to have a partner. And so we're just going to go out on the town more and then talk. Exactly. To yeah. That, how, we got to do it old style, guys. We got to bring it back a little bit. Because guess what? We're always on those damn phones. Literally, <laughs> we're the problem. <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's like. It's like you don't want to use like like nobody likes dating. Like I've never talked to somebody who's like, oh my god, I love Tinder. Like or no, like, oh my god, it's I not love possible. like no, yeah. nobody likes it. We're all just like we all just don't know how to socialize with each other anymore. Like exactly. it's like it's like sad. Yeah, it really is. So and be the change. Also, do you ever think did people ever know how to socialize with each other? Like we weren't there. So like we don't know. Cause sometimes I feel like they do. Sometimes I'm gonna I be do honest. really be thinking like <laughs> How did people like do things? Were people just bored? Have you ever watched a movie from the fifties? No. Okay. Well, yeah. Stick with me. <laughs> Rear Window, I guess. Is that fifties? <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I watched Rear Window when I was in the fifth grade, so that's recent. <laughs> that's the only one. Okay. Okay. I see. No, Rear Window, <clears throat> a great one. But like, it was the norm to like, if you you would just go somewhere. And then you would just strike up a conversation. Yeah. Like, we definitely don't do that now. Yeah. And usually, honestly, if someone does, that... I'm like, they're creepy. But is that the press <laughs> and the media that's telling us that? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just need to, like, I need to know more, I feel. I need to know. It definitely was. Hey, Quinn. <sighs> It's out thinking about the past. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. What are we doing? What are we doing? This is so cringe of us. This is so bad. This is so bad. It's really bad. Anyway. Oh, my God. Are we, we like thinking or are we theorizing? <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway. Um. But... Yeah. Yeah, so, guys, maybe we should just start talking to people. As Phoebe Bridges once said, one day I'm going to look up from my phone and I'm going to see my life. see my life. <laughs> And I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting um, to do that myself. Yeah. Um, oh, I just looked at one of the comments from our um, Please Don't Yell at Me TikTok. 
Uh-huh. And one of them is, and I never saw it before, was <laughs> this person just said, I would Mac both these people. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Should we slide? Wait. <laughs> that's pretty much all that's going on with me. Yeah. Well, I think we've done it. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Pardon. And again, I both have little um, moments. Moments there. <laughs> um, Call it a moment. But yeah, so we're gonna recover from those really quickly while we take a little brigadey break, and we'll be right back to get into this week's topic. Guys, I'm scared. <laughs> 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 I knew it. I knew it was gonna scare both of us. And it did. Oh my god. That was that was really fun. Um so Beck and I are back and yeah. guys, yeah. we're gonna do something a little crazy. And we're moving comment corner this week because we, guys, we have, first of all, we have to say thank you to you all because yes. we have been fed. Bullying <laughs> works. And <laughs> that's yeah. all we can say really this way. Rolling in the emails. Yeah. Literally, bullying works. We have, we have backlogs <laughs> and of keep writing in, but we, we have a good amount of comment corners at this point. Yeah. Um, and we're very excited about that. But mm-hmm. we, we once again heard from, Ectoplasmatic. Yes. Um, one of our besties, a bestie yes. of the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, who is quickly working their way to a producer credit on this pod because they've now <laughs> given us two ideas for episodes. Literally. And that's more than a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people is, <laughs> including one person in this room. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got you have a lot of ideas. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, but so we start with um Ectoplasm in our comment corner. Um, so Ecto writes, Hello, well, actually, what was the um, oh, the subject line was pondering, right? Um, so subject line pondering, hello, I know you've both mentioned growing up with pets, and Quinn has talked about growing up on a farm due to their mom's profession. So I was wondering what connection do you two have to animals? What are your best and worst experiences with animals or a vivid, fond memory that stands out in your memory? Would you want to have pets in the future? If so, what kind? Um, thank you, Ecto. I actually read this. I was on a train coming in Japan. I believe I was coming back from the deer park. Um, and so wow. it was actually apropos. But yeah, so Becca and I are going to do a little episode on animals animals guys um and heard of it yeah before i talk i do want to clarify because i was with friends this weekend and Mm -hmm. even they were like i feel like people are confused about the part of my lore when it comes to my mother's job right it was always something confusing to people like people thought i like lived on a farm growing up like in elementary school and i would tell them what my mom did and i was like no i just live in a house like Mm -hmm. in a neighborhood Mm -hmm. Um, and my mom does not, my mom is not like a farmer. Right. By any means. Um, nor does she work in the farming industry. Mm-hmm. What my mom has is a barn and there's a little bit of a distinction there. My mom is not like growing anything or like livestock or anything. She just like mm-hmm. kind of houses things. 
Right. And then right. invites people to be like, oh, do you want to come ride my things I house? Which mm-hmm. do happen to be horses, actually. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. If we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I did not grow up on a farm by any means. I did grow up in a barn. I was at my mom's work with her a lot in the various mm-hmm. barns she worked in throughout her life. I was actually in a barn when 9-11 was happening. Fun fact about me. Um, Everyone remembers where they were. <laughs> including me, who was... <laughs> Mm. nine months old 10 yep. months old anyway <laughs> it's just important. i'm just smart like i just remember everything <laughs> that's ever happened um but okay. uh so yeah i didn't like wake up and have to like feed the cows or nothing um but i did kind of help my mom out with some odds and ends around the barn whenever i could i did ride for a little while growing up that's another question people often have um but yeah but because of my mother's work animals have always been a part of my life Mm-hmm. um it is why i live the life i live really <laughs> yeah based off animals yeah. <laughs> um and so um yeah i that's kind of my like biggest background with animals i credit mm-hmm. the horse dander for why i've never had any major illnesses um oh my god that's a thousand percent it <laughs> and um but becca what was like <laughs> what was your introduction to animals but like, <laughs> mm, yeah what's do you have like a high level like kind of like I guess you don't have like what I have where it's like oh my god well right well but yeah I mean okay so I didn't really get I had some like small animals or whatever um I do have a very core memory of <clears throat> I never even met this cat but it was mm. the cat that my mom had um in her like college age life mm-hmm. and then i forget what happened to that cat but anyway um and she had she made a shirt that had the cat's name on it and a picture of the cat and like that shirt was shared between me and her for bedtime <laughs> yeah and her cat's name was tonka <laughs> pull up in the tonka <laughs> color willy wonka. wonka no exactly that's exactly what yeah um mm. Nikki wrote that verse about um my mom's little white cat. It was one of those like really fluffy, like posh ones. Um, so I think about Tonka all the time, actually, and that damn t-shirt, because it made me really want a cat. Um, so yeah, I've had cats, I've had dogs, I love horses. My dad used to ride horses all the time. Really? And his sisters were like not professional, but um athletically trained horseback riders. Mm. so slay to that um yeah i would love to get a lesson from your mom oh my god she would love actually to teach you. actually a bucket list i would be an interesting <laughs> that would be that would be good like bonus content i take you to oh, the barn yeah. oh yeah i always want to take people there so it's, it's like kind of like it's kind of weird but like i, I always want to like show people i would love to see it and i'm like this is like this is important i love horses but nobody's ever been like when i was dating my um my ex who i was like best friends with in high school too like mm-hmm. they never even went there um oh so maybe God. i should start making that part of the tour but wow, definitely yeah it's funny you said the thing about the cat because i was like <laughs> i remember i let my cat out earlier because my i i do have a cat which is something i also know people don't really know about me mm-hmm. um we do have a cat and he goes outside and um he like it's getting warm enough where he can i mean maybe not now but which is why i was like is he inside 
Um, mm-hmm. but it's getting warm enough now where he can start to like go outside again. Um, and I let him out earlier and I'm like, did he make it back in or <laughs> what is he up to? <laughs> Cats are crazy like that. Which is funny because um one time when my friend Corey was here, he like woke up early in the morning before anyone else and like went downstairs to get some water or something. Mm-hmm. Or I forget why he was no, it happened like the night before. But he was like going in or out of the house and the cat like snuck out behind him Oops. and he didn't know that the cat was like an outdoor cat. And so apparently he like went out and was like trying to like look for it <laughs> and, was, like, and then he like had to give up and he was just resigned to like never tell us that like <laughs> it happened. And then the next day, the, the next day, the cat like walked in the kitchen and he was like, <gasps> and I was like. I like noticed he had like a weird reaction to the cat and I was like what and he was like oh nothing and then later he <laughs> came to me and he was like yeah so I thought I like let him out and he was just gonna be gone now <laughs> oh my god it's crazy to know that now about him that he's the type of person that would not tell you he lost your oh, cat oh yeah <laughs> or did oh, you know that already <laughs> would not would not okay. tell yeah he was like oh and I fully wasn't gonna tell you about it <laughs> in terms of like house pets because like Horses are interesting because they're kind of like, it's kind of like having a pet, but it's also kind of like having a car. Like it's like, right. (laughs) It's like a pet that's like so much more expensive than like another pet, first of all. Mm -hmm. Um, And also like so much bigger. Mm -hmm. And then of course you have to pay the horse insurance. Yeah. (laughs) They are insured. (laughs) No, you're you you're you're yeah. making a joke, but you can buy insurance <laughs> for horses. My mom just had a whole thing with I'm it sure, because actually. one of her clients bought like a really expensive horse, and then like a couple months into them owning it, it colics and almost dies. Oh, um, no. But yeah, you can insure those horses for a lot of fucking money because they're a big investment. Damn, that's kind of true. Okay, um, cool. So when they die, you can just buy a new one. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, perfect the circle Um, (laughs) but I similar to you I've always had a dog like I've always grown up around a dog the only time I didn't have a dog living with me is when I lived in Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. um but yeah I've always had dogs because dogs are also really big and like horses and stuff and my mom has a job where she like works outside so Mm -hmm. she's always had like animals around her like she takes her dogs to work with her Mm -hmm. um depending on the day and stuff mm-hmm. but um my mom it's funny you brought that story up about your mom's cat because i'm also connected to one of my mom's animals that happened before me uh-huh. so my mom believes that she has like a spirit following her mm-hmm. that's like her dog spirit basically and so it started with this dog named whitney she had when she was in college mm-hmm. um and so she actually had to put whitney down um yeah and so she put Whitney down and then literally later that day what'd she find out but that I was coming that's right oh Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she'll always joke about and she'll say yes it was a pretty bad day (laughs) nice let's just say (laughs) I wasn't exactly planned guys (laughs) our miracle baby our miracle baby (laughs) not even I think they was just you know um, anyway, I don't want to talk about that actually. <laughs> okay. okay. But uh 
So yeah, so I am kind of connected to Miss Whitney in that way. And if my mother's theory is true, I've met her twice. I- I've had her twice already as my own dogs. Wow, um, yeah. Because my mom believes she's reincarnated twice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And my mom does have I talked about the pet psychic on like a recording format or have I just told yeah. you about that? Okay. No, and my I think mom it was does, an episode. My mom does go to the pet psychic quite a lot. Oh yeah, the paranormal. <laughs> Keeps up with it. The paranormal episode. She does. Yeah. She has consulted the pet psychic a lot. Um, <laughs> who, is a, who is a psychic medium specifically for animal spirits? Yeah, um, the pet psychics bill just are being paid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mom, that. <laughs> a lot of y'all might not know about it, but my mom's gonna put you <laughs> onto it. Um, and yeah, so I've literally always had a dog. I've had a cat for like the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, and like your random odd fish. I remember one time I went to fish at a fair, and my mom like flushed it down the toilet immediately. <gasps> Dang. Or maybe it died, but um, probably you can never really know what, what goes happens. on fish. Um, <laughs> and so, but like, tell me about uh, like what was like your first pet you remember having? Oh, okay. So this was fresh off the divorce. Jewel was like, I'm going to change these kids' lives again. (laughs) Again. Again. (laughs) So I didn't have a pet yet. Um, But, you know, my extended family always liked animals and stuff like that. Uh So my first pet was um, actually a snail. It's giving Gary. (laughs) and something actually because yeah we did name it gary um something actually what else are you to name it (laughs) literally there's no other option um something we didn't know about snails um because we did actually no research before getting the snail is that they um they self i forget what it's called they produce a baby by themselves. Oh, asexually reproduce. Yes. And by a baby, I mean 400 babies. <laughs> oh, my God. And those babies will go, will try and leave the cage and they will succeed. <sighs> and they will go everywhere. You leave the house for a couple of weeks <laughs> while the exterminator did their thing. Well, actually, they don't make it far because they're so small. Oh, <laughs> So it's just so kind of dark. like I know it's just kind of like a table full of dead baby snails. It's just kind of really sad, and like as a child, like it's a little scarring. Yeah. And then your mom just like throws them in a trash bag, and you're like, okay. Oh my god. Oh, we were actually unfair owners. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Something I just remembered is so every year, oh, no. growing up in this house that I live in now, uh-huh. we would find like bunnies in the backyard, like baby rabbits. Uh-huh. And they would always be super cute. And we would always like fuck with them. But that's like, don't do that, guys, because no, yeah. Their mother will abandon them if they smell if she smells that humans have been exposed to them. Aww. And they famously cannot make it on their own despite your best efforts. So oh. We had yeah. multiple rabbits die on our watch because we were <laughs> being dumb. Um, okay. And so, yeah. Well, was... So we both confessed to sins on the podcast already. <laughs> exactly. Oh Peter's going to come after us after this episode. But where's that? Who had to give should... a shit about Peter? 
So I actually don't care. I don't think Peter should be mad at us because we are saying like, we're not saying like, okay, guys, go do the same thing we did. We're saying no, don't. we're saying don't. Don't actually. Don't do that. Yeah. Um. Oh wow, yeah. your first pet. Wow. Yeah. And then That's we dark. got the cats shortly after, and that was much better. We were way better with them, and uh, they lived for a long time. And then we got the dogs. <laughs> it's my pet journey, and my dog, my dog. Excuse me, my mom. <laughs> pardon my mom uh-huh. is obsessed with dogs now like oh my god i really? had to beg her i had to beg her to get goldie to get another one and now oh. she's obsessed she works at that shelter all the damn time she's always at that damn shelter she's always at that another job <laughs> listing i saw was at a doggy daycare and i was like okay now i could do that <laughs> no if jewel could do it you could do it because <laughs> i used to another thing about my pet journey is i used to run a business pet sitting slay Twenty money patty's paws actually because oh. one of my first dog my middle name is obviously what my middle name is and then of course um <laughs> we had a dog and it, for some reason we got these two dogs our first two australian shepherds well no because i think tipper had a little australian shepherd in her but our first two australian shepherds and we named them seamus and patty for some reason and my brother's middle name is seamus and my middle mm-hmm. name is what my middle name is and yeah. so it was seamus and pa- so for some reason they just had our middle names i kind of love that yeah they were named after their and it was funny because the one who liked me was seamus which is my brother's middle name and the one who liked lee like liam was patty which uh-huh. is my middle name yeah kind of isn't it crazy how life works sometimes um it's like Greenland and Iceland, babe. <laughs> that, yes, it is that kind of that classical scenario. Yeah. Classical. Um, <laughs> so true. So true. Damn. Since the day of Troy, writing stories like this. Exactly. Uh, Quinn. Wait, did you say what your first first pet was? I just kind of alluded to her. Well, okay, okay. so we had this dog before I can remember. Like, I don't really remember having this dog. We had a little rat terrier, like, chihuahua thing named Skippy. <laughs> oh. Um, I like, I like what you got from the energy. You were like, oh, so I don't feel good about Skippy. Because we did have to get rid of Skippy because he bit my brother. Nori. Yeah. yeah. And so then Skippy went to live with this lovely lesbian couple my mom knows. And apparently Skippy was nice. very reformed after that. I do in part blame your brother for some reason. Oh, oh no. I'm sure Liam was in the wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, cool. Oh, I'm sure. I believe dogs. Um stand with them. They don't stand know. With them. No. no. Um they're just like sharks. So anyway, the first dog I remember actually is tipper who mm. was the second reincarnation of my mom's dog whitney hurston yeah whitney whitney Houston. <laughs> she was she was the re um and so yeah so tipper was my mom's dog who was unfortunately hit by car oh i was just gonna say hit by, a hit car. by a car of the vending machine lady who worked at my mom's barn pardon vending machine lady yeah how do you become a lady of the vending machine? I don't know, but she found a way. Damn. I always have like a mental image of like this jolly, like Mrs. Claus type, like driving like a van up and just killing my dog. 
too. Like that was like the image I came up with as a child. Yeah. I've always had a very cinematic mind, you see. <laughs> no, uh, I'm picturing like an ice cream truck. And she's like, just like la 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 la. No. Um but yeah. Oh my god, it must be the worst thing to like hit a dog. Like more than like having my dog hit, like hitting a to dog. To be the hitter. Yeah, to be the hitter. I don't think I could ever forgive myself actually. And Quinn with the way you drive. I know. <laughs> uh we just got to ever killed kill anything. You. I think I did one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> there was this one like this one like flashpoint memory I have was we live on this road like my neighborhood is on this road and mm-hmm. you're supposed to go 25 nobody obeys that it's usually yeah, like 25 sure. means like 40 um okay. Okay. 25 means like if you're going 40 oh damn. um but anyway <laughs> so my mom was driving and it was it must have been the springtime because there was this little goose family walking Father Goose was walking, and then Mother Goose was a little bit behind, and then Baby oh Geese God. were behind her. And then, so my mom's obviously stopping, which is the decent thing to do, but mm-hmm. they were walking at the top of, like, a hill. Oh, boy. And so there was somebody coming up the hill who couldn't see them. And when I tell you, they were going so, this Goose, Father Goose got obliterated like oh, no. it was traumatic a little bit like oh, i remember because he like he like put up his wings too he like spread his wings out and he oh. didn't like like he stuck to the grill of the car because we didn't see him after that like he like no he like went with the car and then That's mother so goose was sad. like where'd my husband just go <laughs> He's always on that damn phone. He's always on that <laughs> damn phone. Oh, 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 oh. oh my god. Yeah, so that is really sad. Yeah, that goose guy is shit rock <laughs> that day. Um, but anyway, so that was a little traumatic. And so, but one story I did want to tell about Tipper, and which mm-hmm. tells you she is the nicest dog that's probably ever existed. So we've talked about how oh. I was a little obsessed with hair as a child. Mm-hmm, yeah like hair that grows out of the top of the head and what do mm-hmm. dogs have in a large supply but hair yeah tons and so this was still in my i don't i have no memory of this really but this was still when we were living in our old house my mother left me alone with the dog for some reason okay and what did i decide to do but give the dog a haircut <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and so I didn't go to cosmetology school. Like I can't be doing all that. Not at that young um, age. Yeah, no. I was I was I was less than five. In my defense, yeah. I was less than five. Um and so my mom comes down and she's like, she hears me. I'm, I keep apparently I'm just going over and over again. Sorry, Tipper, sorry, Tipper, sorry, Tipper. And this dog is fucking bleeding because I cut a piece of its ear off. No. Oh my god. Ow. What a little psycho. Like, what? Yeah. Like, what what was crazy. I going through? Like, you yeah. Have to do that. Yeah. But yeah. again, she didn't bite me, didn't do nothing. She stood there in silence. <laughs> she was just like, <laughs> were you silent or were you silenced? She was silenced. The latter. <laughs> Literally, she's just like crying in pain, bleeding. And anyway, that's a, that's a funny story about my dog tipper um unfortunately i didn't get to know her too well because um 
not too was... it must not have been too long after that that she unfortunately left us a little too soon dang um but yeah. yeah but after that we got Seamus and Patty um who lived for a while um but do you yeah. have any kind of other pet stories beyond what we already spoke about well you wanted to I will say my grandma yeah my grandma is one of those ladies who did have um I'm almost it's crazy to say she had birds Oh, my grandmother <laughs> had birds too. Yes. <laughs> Did she have an African gray? That was like the move the in 1998. Little... No, she had the little like she had the little yellow ones with the red cheeks. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no. So, um Barbara had parrots. And they oh, talked like big, like big old girls, huge girls. I don't think my grandmother ever had like big birds. I think she had only had like small ones. Oh no, these were big. And it was crazy because like she built a large ass birdhouse that took up a fourth of the living room. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god, this is one of those big ass birds. Yeah, this bird needs all that space. Yeah, it's a huge bird. Well, and 23 she 23 years. <laughs> she damn. She would also let it out in the house most of the time. So uh, it was shit everywhere. You would run the risk of also just the bird flying into your head. Uh-huh. Um and oh I do god. have that would oh, be fun as a kid. No, but it would also kind of be scary because that's a big ass bird. Well, one time, and this was before she had grown children, but she had a set of parrots. Uh-huh. Um, and she actually, <laughs> oh, she fucked up because she put a pan on the burner and forgot to put anything in it. It's giving me putting the cre- the EV- Easy Mac without the water in the microwave. So she put a pan on the burner, walked away from it, and forgot to put anything in it. And nonstick pans actually have a really toxic fume um, that is let off. And it, it really comes out when <laughs> you don't put anything in the pan till it's like, so it's just cooking off that nonstick uh, part of it. Um, it's, and it becomes actually incredibly toxic to birds <laughs> because all of a sudden all her birds drop dead. Within minutes, actually. Why have we just been talking about negligent pet ownership <laughs> no, so far this episode? This, like, why is this not? Why, we're making the case for like people shouldn't have pets. <laughs> yeah. No, guys, just like that girl on TikTok with the bird, like, do your research. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> no, like, it's yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, she did feel bad. And then she had a new set of birds and never killed any of them ever again. <laughs> yeah. Good for her. <laughs> yep. And that it was, was crazy. crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. well, yeah. I don't think my grandmother ever killed her birds. Um, cool. Like that way. Good. At least. Not, to, yeah. not to put a value judgment on your grandmother, but just to state the facts. Yeah. No, it was a goofy move on her part. Like yeah. Barbara will never live that down. I mean, love her for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um. Okay. If you could have like, okay, and we're not mm-hmm. gonna do this because not it's not ethical. But yeah. if you were to domesticate a wild animal, like what? 
which one would you want? Ooh. <laughs> and like in this perfect universe, like it's going to be good. It's never going to do anything bad. Okay. So my mind is going to like, my mind went to like whale. Yeah. Because wouldn't it be cool if a whale was just like your buddy? Right. Um, And then I was also thinking monkeys. I do love monkeys. I think it's funny okay. how they're just like us. Yeah. He's just like me for real. Yeah, he's just like me for real. Like, um, and also, I will talk about this a little bit later, but the elephants, I also find very majestic. Right, right. Um, but probably a monkey because it could be like my little buddy. Right. Because like a whale and a gorilla, you can't really take anywhere. Mm-hmm. But like a monkey, that could be your friend. Mm-hmm. My guide in Thailand, she was like, when she would want to joke with it, one of her jokes was like, we're going to see your friend, the monkey. <laughs> your good pal. <laughs> the monkey. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. So same question. Or like if I was feeling like if I wanted to be Disney princess vibes, a tiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think like a cheetah. So majestic. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, I feel like everybody's always focused on, okay, the lion. The lion is the king of the jungle. I feel like we forget about the tiger. No, the tiger's so slay. A white tiger? <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Albinism snapping a little bit. <laughs> I fear. I fear. Albinism making several points. <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, my my first instinct is shark. Because you cause love I sharks. Love them. I love them but so it's hard deeply. because, And this was, this was my block with the whale, but it's like, you have to stay in the thingy in the pool. Well, of course, yeah. Like you can't but bring it like, out. Yeah, you're right. I know, but it's like not to say you shouldn't do a shark because of that that was just my mental block with the whale. It's like pets can be like really deeply personal, and sometimes you don't have to show them to everyone. Yeah, like that can just be you and your pet. Like my cat, how nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows her, and the people who do try to let her escape. He's just a guy who lives here. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, but I also would say I do love dolphins as well. And I have been mm-hmm. swimming with dolphins and they're so cute and fun. And that's the thing. I want to like swim and like ride on my pet. Yeah, that would be cool if I could ride on like a, mm-hmm. if I could ride on that uh, whale. Yeah. That's also why a cheetah is really attractive to me right now. <laughs> Because I would take some zoomy zoomy rides on her. I feel like a cheetah doesn't have like the aerodynamics to support like any type of human though. Except for like a child. But I'm so skinny. I'm confused. <laughs> that is you're skinny as a child. <laughs> I'm so confused, actually. Um, <laughs> that was weird. You're a thin wayfish but... type woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so that's crazy. Um maybe like a souped up cheetah. <laughs> yeah a really muscular cheetah who can hit like 32 miles per hour um yeah and then i would like the puma specifically from jungle book like he makes pumas seem so cool that's what i was thinking too i like that guy in the tree i'm looking at black ass puma something i've never wanted i'm gonna tell you now okay so it brought up porn oh (laughs) little update Wait, okay, so a snake? I think snakes are cool, too. No, I was saying I would never want that as a pet. Oh, you would never want that? That, okay, that is something. I know I have a snake tattoo to my body because I recognize their beauty from distance. They're too wild for me. 
Yeah. Like, even if I know they're going to be good, mm, just like, don't get into my stuff, you know? Because they're going to slither around. Yeah, no, he's going to like make himself a little too comfortable. Yeah. No, that was one thing in Puerto Vallarta. We were walking one night, um, me, Paul, and Mike, and then we look across the street, and this guy was just holding a Burmese python. Uh, yeah. Which is the I'm a slave for you snake, which is a fucking invasive species in the Everglades. <laughs> there are a bunch of them in the Everglades where they're not supposed to be. Oh my and it's God. Like, kind of, it kind of ruins the ecology of the Everglades. Yeah. Um, great. Anyway. No, I'm pissed. Uh, <laughs> great. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> okay, God. <perfect. laughs> um, hmm. But yeah. So moving away from pets and moving into animals a little bit more generally, since we just had mm-hmm. that whole conversation. Right. One of the things that was interesting traveling is I feel like basically everywhere else has like a different relationship to animals than we do or a lot of other places I went to has a different relationship to animals than we do here because mm-hmm. I feel like animals it's like in America we're like okay animals fear us like we we make animals live in fear of us right like hunting is a part of our culture very much mm-hmm. um and like all that but in other cultures they just kind of like exist with the animals yeah like I always I forget if I talked about it. I probably did. One of the things I'll always remember about Istanbul is how there were just dogs everywhere, just chilling. And like, some of them were the biggest dogs I've ever seen because they probably are just like, the dogs are just fucking. Yeah. And figuring out how to make bigger and bigger dogs. I'm like, oh, that's the biggest dog I've ever seen right there. Just like chilling by me in a park. Wow. Like he's just he's also like just some guy like yeah he's just who he is <laughs> yeah and they're not like and it's funny because they're not aggressive and they're almost like locals like they know how to cross the street like they know how to look for traffic like they oh my god like you can see them like doing it all which is like interesting because all like i feel like all of our animals we teach them to be scared of us and to be scared of like the world around us a little bit more yeah whereas Gross. like some animals are just locals yeah and people that are just is like, cool hey girl <laughs> Hey, hello, what's up? Man? And that's like, oh so some things I was saving for, because mm-hmm. I thought we were going to do this episode from when we did the catch-up episode, is uh-huh, I had uh-huh. some experiences with animals, particularly when I was in Asia. Okay. Um, And when I was in Japan, the one that really stuck out to me is I went to the monkey park. You told this and those little nefarious little guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I remembered I told one. Did I t- okay. did I say about the deer? No. Okay. So maybe I was saving the deer, but the yeah, but yeah. I was I was shocked at how close the monkeys were getting to me. Uh huh. And like, but they weren't like I wasn't. I I was a little afraid. I feel like if I went again, I wouldn't be af- as afraid. But like, I was just like, oh my god, that thing's close. And like. You know, they were only, I feel like they maxed out at like 40 pounds is what I read, but also like monkeys, like I'm, I'm not trying to be that lady that got her face ripped off. Of course. Even though I have some zits right now. And like, if my face got ripped off, I wouldn't be like as mad about it. I'm not like peak madness about my face getting ripped off at this point. Gotcha. Um, But but I would like my face for future (laughs) endeavors. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, But yeah. But then girl the deer um this is what i've been telling people because everybody's like oh essential japan go to nara and go see the deer and so i did that and i felt so what they don't say or what they kind of 
maybe do say, but I didn't read into like as much. Mm-hmm. Baby, those deer are aggressive. Oh. So basically, the legend is that a god came down on a deer to like deliver a message of wisdom. And so deer in Nara used to be respected as like messengers of the gods. And so that's why like the deers are just allowed to roam like freely in the city. Yeah. What they don't tell you is that these little fuckers are so aggressive. Um, and they sell little biscuits Damn. for them. Like you can go up, it's 200 yen and you can buy like 10 biscuits. Do not let the deer see you with the biscuits. Like, oh shit. Get the biscuits and then right away, like, hide them. Because if those deer see you with those biscuits, you will quickly be swarmed by a bunch of deer. <laughs> and they're not as big as the deer here in America. They're like maybe half to a third of the size. But when there's okay. 10 of them surrounding you, it's still kind of scary. Yeah, you feel some type of way. <laughs> and when they're jumping at you, and when the males come behind you and headbutt you, because they want a little biscuit, you're going to be like, so what the fuck? So it's rude. It's not nice. No, they were so rude. And like, so <laughs> like they will bow to you, but it's kind of just part of their act, right? Like, oh, okay. Are they cute though? They are cute. They are cute. Okay, okay. And they make these little like, they make like little high pitched sounds. They're like, Oh, that is cute. And then I saw this cute little poster because it's ja- it's Japan, so everything was cute. But it had mm-hmm. like a deer like ramming somebody, and it said it was like said stuff in Japanese, and then in English it said deer attacks are increasing <laughs> rapidly because people be bringing food. Yeah, I would not suggest having any food on your person. Okay. The deer would also see my little bag I had with me, and they'd be sniffing it, and I'd be like, "So there's nothing in there that concerns you." <laughs> That is none of your beeswax. Um, I did find a little wax. stand. After the first one, I was like, okay, I'm not buying any more of these. But then I was like, okay, I do want to feed the deer a little bit more. And so then <laughs> I found a stand where there were no deer because the deers kind of hang out around the stands, which is the other thing. Because they know, yeah. And they can bully you right away. And so I found right. one without, and so I was like quickly like, it was like a drug deal. I was like, here are my 200 yen. <laughs> I took it real quick and I put it inside my jacket. And I was like, mm-hmm. no deer saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I could like dispense them a little bit more normally. Got you. Um, but yeah. But it girl, could you imagine a, a like you're I like there are deer that have been coming into my neighbor's backyard. I like mm-hmm. open my back door and I'm standing 50 feet at least away from them on my deck and they're like running. Like they're so they're terrified of what we're yeah. about to do. <laughs> These deer are like girl. <laughs> knocking on your door <laughs> excuse me feed me yeah feed me see it's giving very that yeah um so that was something interesting about traveling and like that like seeing like different attitudes towards the animals mm-hmm. yeah have you ever had I any imagine have you ever had any experiences with any like animals that were like maybe a little bit more I guess exotic is a fine word to describe animals, but like um, uh, exotic or like something you wouldn't have as a pet necessarily. Oh my goodness. Well, I've been to the Philadelphia Zoo so many times in my life. Amazing. We should go to the zoo together. <gasps> oh my God. Perfect episode. When they did the elementary. <laughs> no, there is something. We should go to the aquarium together. 
I'm obsessed with aquariums. I love them so much. When I went to the aquarium, oh honestly, one of the best days I had traveling was the day I randomly went to the aquarium in Manchester. I, if you I ever want to access childlike wonder, go to a fucking aquarium. Get your ass every- to an aquarium. No, every new city I'm in, I'm begging people to go to the aquarium. I have, well, I've done when I, you know, used to vacation in Florida and uh, do my summers there. I've been snorkeling and like diving a lot. Ah. So um, I've encountered a lot of rays. Um, I swam with sharks. Um, yeah, I saw a barracuda (gasps) also in the water. Barracuda. Yeah. And I had to be like, seriously, don't hurt me. (laughs) Hey, take easy, man. (laughs) Chill out, bro. Um, and where else have I, well, I went swimming with dolphins. I was in like a, you know, one of those classic like captivity vibes ones though. (laughs) Mm, I went to SeaWorld. I'm problematic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've been to SeaWorld for when I was seven. Mm -hmm. Can't blame myself. Only my parents. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. I Um, wasn't even about Shamu when I was at SeaWorld, but did you go to where you could feed the sea lions? Yes. And I went to that That walrus show. Yeah, that was the main event for me, actually. (laughs) Anyway. Blackfish, guys. (laughs) Exactly. Tillicum, we remember you. Literally one of the best documentaries in the world. Um, yeah, I'm obsessed with sea life. I have in South Carolina met the baby tigers. Very Tiger King of me. I think it was literally really? that one. I think yeah, I like you know Tiger King's enemy. I didn't watch the show. I listened okay. to a podcast on it, but yeah, okay. But so, I yeah. do remember him having an enemy. He has several enemies. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. But um, sort of the rival way. company. The yeah. rival, the other guy's company, um, in Myrtle Beach. I think that's where where we went to, and we did also meet the baby monkeys. Um, Take photos oh, with them. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I've basically done the touristy stuff <laughs> with animals. <laughs> yeah, but um, I definitely would swim with sharks again. I kind of like. I'm kind of the vibes where I'm like, I put me in the shark cage. Like, that would be fun. Yeah. Why not? Becca would relate to them, I feel. like Literally, they're my sisters. No, literally. Would, <laughs> you guys would get each other in a way. Like, I don't think they would try to, like... Well, that's also the thing. Like, sharks aren't trying to, like, hurt us at any point. They just, like, hurt no. us when they feel threatened. Yeah. Or when they think we are delicious food. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> I've also mistaken things for food before. Like literally, <laughs> it's going to happen. I've exactly. eaten parts of my napkin. <laughs> it's going to happen. Not the napkin. <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone has. <laughs> well, yeah. that reminds me. Speaking of touristy, something I did do that I saved mm-hmm. for this episode, yes. anticipating it was when I went to the elephant sanctuary in Thailand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you did tweet on your way there. Oh, listening to Bird's on the way to the elephant sanctuary. <laughs> and it just was so, like, my perfect vibe. You're a part of the lore. Wait. I forgot I tweeted that. Was I said listening to Coochie? No, because w- we were, like, on the... It was, like, an hour van ride or whatever. And we were, I was, like, mm-hmm. listening to Coochie because it's on one of my playlists. So I hear it pretty yeah. frequently. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, this is setting up the vibe so well for my day with the elephants. Like, (laughs) 
they're gonna be so happy. they're gonna be the best version of you i'm gonna play it for them like when i get there <laughs> no it was interesting because we we went there and so then we like literally walk across this bridge and then the elephants are there and we're like because <gasps> yeah. it's like they're so big guys like you however big they are like make them a little like bigger in your head like they're yeah. big they're big they're huge actually mm-hmm. she's well she's a mammoth she's huge <laughs> <laughs> she's a mammoth of course <laughs> so it's your it was your first time meeting an elephant like that close yeah got you i have actually ridden an elephant before really i forgot to say yeah where it was at like a fair type thing and they oh, did wow. have them and so i did volunteer myself to go up there you said put me on <laughs> yeah um, um i'm assuming you did not ride them no, they did yeah. not do all that because, <laughs> well, you can ride them. It's just okay. that, like, where a lot of humans ride them is, like, wrong. Yeah. Like, you don't ride, like, if you ever rode an elephant, you wouldn't ride it on your, it's back. Right. Because its back is all, like, squid. like, there's not bone there, and so it's squishy. Like, you would have to ride them on their neck. Yep. Like, you would ride a horse. Or no, uh-huh. well, you ride a horse on its back, no. not its neck. But, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> They could also scoop you in their front. <laughs> yeah, and hold you that way. They probably <laughs> yeah. could. They're fucking strong. Yeah. Um, that that thing is dexterous too. Oh that boy. Nose. Don't yeah. I believe it? <laughs> yeah, they're not playing around with that nose. But they were yeah. but yeah, so we got to like meet and like feed the elephants and do a little like like photo op with them early. And then we went and girl, they gave us our uniforms and we like fully worked there for a day obsessed so we like <laughs> yeah we worked there for so like i think the first thing we did was we made them like a bunch of food and like medicine mm-hmm. like they showed us how to make like their medicine for them that they take for like their skin and stuff mm-hmm. and so the place that we were to was specifically focused on like elder elephants so they had a lot of older elephants so we met this one she was a queen. Her name was Mamu. And she was like Slay. in her 60s. Oh my God. Love yeah. That. She was nice. And then they all have like their own little handlers. Like one person is assigned to each elephant. And some of them have been with their elephants for like 20 years. Like the That's guy so who was cute. with Mamu, he's like been her companion for like 20 years. And he like works at that little place and just like shows up and like handles her every day. Aw, they're besties. Yeah, they're besties. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, so we would make them, like, little food and stuff and, like, watch them eat. And then we took them walking. Okay. Like, to get their exercise, we took them on this little trail to walk. And it was funny because we, like, would feed them. We would, like, go a little bit and then we would stop. And then we would, like, go a little bit and stop. When we were going, it was, like, if you got stuck near the back, you would always be, like, because people would be, like, looking back and stuff. And so they'd be going slow. But if you were near the elephant, you'd be, like, okay, guys, pick up the pace because Miss Mamu was gaining on us. <laughs> gaining. And I wouldn't want to get stuck under her. Um, of course. Of course. But, yeah. And it was funny because they just take, like, full bananas and eat them. Like, you hand them, like, three bananas at a time. And it's just gulp, like. Yeah. They literally uh-huh. have four teeth. They're just huge. They only got four teeth in that mouth, but they are big teeth. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, she would also kept she also kept stopping to like scratch herself. And so she would like scratch yeah. herself against like a boulder 
or like a or like she's a tree. Just like me. And the trees would be like shaking. <laughs> this, this woman, she's she was a comedian a little bit because she picked like the thinnest ass tree. <laughs> and she's a big oh girl. This mom, though, and she was like, Z-Z-Z-Z. of course, she's referential. Exactly. <laughs> um. And so we got to exercise the elephants. We saw one with this huge, with these huge tusks. Ooh. Um, which is like, it's kind of rare for them to have tusks because guys, poaching. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, let me get ivory. Girl, thank Ooh. God. And don't buy anything ivory if you're in Thailand because it's illegal to bring it in or take it out of the country. So Uchinori. you'll get popped, girl. Yeah. <clears throat> but and they're going to judge you. Yeah, they're going to judge you is the thing. <laughs> but. Yeah, so Miss Mamu. And then there was like a little baby one who wasn't a baby, but he was significantly smaller than all the other ones because he was only like five years old. Mm-hmm. And he had a best friend and they were like besties. And so we got to talk to them for a little while. Oh my God. And the one, he used to be a part of like a show. Like he used to be like a dancing elephant. And so oh. he would like little, he would like bob his head. He <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was really cute. That's and then, so cute. yeah, we got to see them like, bathe themselves like they took them in the water and stuff and then we got to like hose them off which is really cool and some people in my group fully were like oh can we like get in the like mud pit with them because it was like literally just like a pit where like the elephants were washed and stuff and we stood on this little hill and like hose them off and this (laughs) one girl was like um can we like get in with them and you could tell nobody had ever asked that before (laughs) because <laughs> all the all the people like looked at each other and were like yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> and it was so okay. funny because it was just, like three people ended up getting in with the elephant um oh, and cool. like they were like washing them and stuff and like the people at the thing were so amused by it <laughs> like the workers oh were God. so amused like you could tell they, they thought it was very funny that we wanted to get in the pit with the elephants did you go in no okay i think i was because no. it was really muddy and i was i had like just twisted my ankle freshly like three days before that and so i was right. like girl a lot could have gone wrong in the yeah mud. <laughs> I, had, I had my i also had my little of course band other injury still in, but anyway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um uh, but yeah wow. that was my visit to the elephants that was that was a really cool day that sounds amazing oh i'm gonna do that yeah. Did that they did that at below deck one time? Oh, did they? When they were in yeah. Thailand, probably. But yeah. So that was my experience with the elephants. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> wait, okay. Yeah. So there's a there's a question here, and I'm gonna re I'm gonna rephrase it because I know what you were going for. Yeah. But like, so if you could choose an animal to like, like what animal do you think like really represents you? Yes. So my goal with the question was, <laughs> have you ever taken one of those quizzes that is no. like, okay, all right. So there's a lot of like. My Patronus is a rat. I think my Patronus is a deer. Oh my God. A rat. Wow. <laughs> huh. <laughs> wow, just Much truly to hit think me. About. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was thinking a bigger reaction. Like, saying my Patronus is a rat. Like, that's so like. Why would they even make that an option? That's crazy, actually. JK, JK knew I was has a little... so many. JK knew I was gender queer, and she said, <laughs> "You Not get rat." Well. <laughs> it's 
giving rat vibes, actually. You're giving rat <laughs> vibes to me. Um, yeah. But a representative animal of me has to, I mean, every time I take one of those quizzes, it's like, what would your animal be? I do get mm. dolphin. <gasps> yeah. So I feel like that is kind of like true to me. I definitely would be something that swims. Um, so yeah, I would say either dolphin or shark. What about you? I wrote about it recently. I have something in my notebook about it. But my notebook's over there. Um, I did like this whole, because I think it's one of the prompts in that book I read. It's like, oh, if you ever like don't have anything to write about, you can write about one of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might have said like an elephant. So I know mm. they're really smart. Yeah. And I relate to them in that they're like much bigger than everything around them. You're so tall. And famously. bigger they are, harder they fall. And I feel like if an elephant fell, it would have some impact. Oh my god, um, it would definitely get a scar in its chin. I'll tell you that literally. much. Um and what I just feel very connected to whales. Like if I was something that swims, maybe I'd be a whale. Oh my god, we would be such good friends on the ocean like I that. Yeah, we would run the ocean and we would see yeah. Ariel and I'd be like, I'm about to eat her. She annoys me. She's always on that damn phone. She's always on that damn dingle hopper. <laughs> it's crazy. Um yeah, what were the other ones I picked? I forgot. I truly think it might be an elephant though, because they're like smart and like I feel like I relate to them a little bit. hmm Yeah. Constantly persecuted and hunted by the media. Oh my god, so true. That's me. That's me a little bit. Wow. <laughs> Such good vibes, eh? Literally. <laughs> Wait, okay. Any animals you would never want to encounter? That's an interesting question you posed. Because truly, I'm so scared of um, hippos and rhinos. Oh, a thousand percent. Oh, a hippo could fuck you up if you got caught in the water. Like bad. Yeah. Like bad. Bad. No, and that's the thing. I this is this is part like part of growing up around horses. Sure, it's like mm-hmm. fun and they're majestic and stuff. But something about that that teaches you a little bit is you cannot trust animals. Like they are not dealing in the same realm of rationality as we are. Like you can't yeah, trust no. them fully. One of my big icks is when people like first meet a dog, and you are like immediately up in that dog's face and like being like, ah, yeah, like, it's weird. I'm like, you don't know that dog. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. You don't know about that. And it's like, girl, why are you up in his space? It's like when people... It's like... Anyway. Like, like you don't know if the dog's aggressive. Or not even aggressive, but, like, you don't know if a dog, like, likes when people are coming up at it. Like, that always surprises me. Like, sometimes... Yeah. Anyway. So, I I have, like, a healthy... Because, like, horses are, like, cool and, like, you know, they're tame and stuff, but they could fuck you up really easily. Like yeah that's a one multi, small kick one it's a multi kick. oh yeah swift kick from a horse dead mm-hmm. well that was one thing about lola which um yeah lola was actually we discovered one time she was missing a tooth and we think it's because she, she got, got kicked, kicked in the face because <laughs> she she oh would be a little fucker and she would chase the horses around and, like nip at their feet <laughs> She got what came she to thought, her. She thought literally. <laughs> she thought she could. She thought she was a bad bitch when it came to the horses too. But it's like, girl, you're 20 pounds, <laughs> and she inspired the same in. bad behavior. And Buster now Buster does the same thing. Is Buster missing a tooth? No, I don't think so. 
Damn. Buster's teeth are just fucked up. If you ever look inside an English bulldog's mouth, ooh, mama, those things where they get the English from. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Thank you. That was a good one. And that's my time. That was a good one. That's her time. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fucked up in there. <laughs> those things are not supposed to exist. It's fucked yeah. up in there. No, those things are not supposed to exist. I'm like always thinking about that one photo. Well, okay, <laughs> it was a video you posted, but I took a screenshot of your dog at the top of the steps because, like, <laughs> well, I just can't. The like, <laughs> like, the like, chunk. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and so, <laughs> Mr. Chung. Oh, and it's just like it's just so funny the way his arms were like beefed out. Oh yeah. And like his bottom teeth was out too. <laughs> and, and I was just like, this dog sitting at the top of the steps is like just my brain all the time. <laughs> yeah, Chunk. Oh my god. That could, there'd be a whole episode about Chunk. <laughs> he is like, a character. Also, just like picture a dog named Chunk and yeah. That's, that's what it. Chunk looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's, yeah, he got the widest shoulders in the game. Mm-hmm. Widest He's shoulders a dog up. has ever had. Yep. Yep. Um, and yeah, he will. He's crazy, that dog. Miss him. He's crazy for that. Um, miss that guy. Um, but uh, yeah, what animal wouldn't I want to be caught with? Like, probably like, what? There is something that is jarring about, well, something that is like scary about horses too is that sometimes they get loose. Right. A wild like sometimes, horse. Like sometimes horses just get loose on you. And when horses like spend part of the, and they spend like their whole lives in the paddock and in the stalls and stuff, sometimes they're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm obsessed with the freedom all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm going to roam and I'm going to kick. So like it, it is scary, especially if they're like hyper and stuff and they're like, trotting or like cantering and running like mm-hmm. that's scary i just like one thing of like running from because you're supposed to stay calm because horses are also very skittish yeah and so when i was a child though i was like oh my god it's loose and i was like running <laughs> from it and so the horse is like kind of chasing after me and i was like right ah! <laughs> I, like, I like this memory of that but i remember always being kind of freaked out when like a horse would get loose and stuff and like everybody would be like okay like my mom used to be at this one barn where they have like an intercom and they're like just so you guys know there is a horse loose so if you can kind of help that would be great um (laughs) you can help that would be great if not stay safe (laughs) y'all shout out to you yeah (laughs) guys like be nice to animals yeah so (laughs) be nice to animals guys we're one of them she is me Uh and i am her exactly she's just like me for real we know some things that they don't know, maybe like how to talk uh-huh. and how to love. Well, no, how to do how taxes. To how to do taxes. But that's something we made up. Same with talking. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I don't even know how to do taxes. And to be fair, I don't <laughs> even know how to talk. So, um, Here we go. <laughs> just bow. like that. <laughs> um, but, you know, guys, be nice to animals. One Earth. We have one earth. We are the world. It's one love. We are the children. Um, 
And so, yeah, be nice yeah. to an animal, spay and neuter your neighbor's pets. Um, mm-hmm. Without asking. But I think we're going to throw to just a small, little, tiny, little break. And then we'll be right back. So, guys, it is time for our weekly segments. Of course, Mm -hmm. of course, of course. We've already addressed the comment corner, but continue to email us. Continue to tell us we're beautiful in the comments of our TikToks. Continue to give us ideas. Exactly. What I will address first is our jump scare of the week. (laughs) So that is anything scary terrifying bad not so great um that happened to quinn or i this week and something that we have to share with you to make light of it so quinn i'm dying on you what was your jump scare this week this might be a little dark for like the like name of like jump scare but (laughs) okay hopefully hopefully not i think i think it's like funny now um but so i went to new jersey this weekend i know that's not but that's not the jump scare guys Hold on, hold well. on. I know the crowd's going crazy already. Um, <laughs> but I went to Seattle City, um, which I talked about a couple of times here because my friend mm-hmm. lives there and it was her birthday. And she was like, Oh, we're going down for the weekend if you want to come. And I was like, Oh, sure, wig I have literally nothing going on. So, yeah. Um, so I went down to Seattle City for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, and so it was not bumping at all like it was crazy oh, actually um, but it was still fun because we were with our friends so we went out so my friend's birthday was on a sunday so like saturday night was like oh we're like going out like into her birthday and like all that and so we go to this one place i went with her a couple times and we walk in baby dead dead on arrival like like so tough it's like 10 o'clock on a saturday night and it's like a respectable crowd of adults like sitting around a bar maybe Uh, like just having a couple drinks like fully that but like not at all like i've been to this venue when it's like a full party and it's like club and like all that kind of stuff but like it was just not the that vibe tonight Got you. Like me and my friends were like, okay, we're still out. Like, let's still have a good time. There was still a DJ. And so we were like, okay, let's like dance a little bit. So we were mm-hmm. dancing. And there's this one woman who was also dancing. And we started and she was like, okay, we started. And like, at first I was like, okay, this is kind of an icon. Like she's like dancing. She's having a good time. Sure. She's a woman of a certain age. Just say that. Okay. Um, okay. And so we're just having a good time. She like starts noticing my friend, like Mara, and she starts dancing with her, who it was her birthday. And then she, like, me and Mara's sister, Bridget, were, like, kind of dancing together. And so, like, that was, like, our thing. Mm-hmm. And so then she, like, sees Bridget. And then she, like, starts to dance with me a little bit. And so, um, and I'm like, okay, this is fun. You know, we're having fun here. You know, it's mm-hmm. fun. And then she starts to, like, grind up on me, basically. Like... Oh, goodness. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I'm, I don't know how to say it, but like, I'm the like grinder and she's like the woman being grinded upon. Or I don't know. How do I, how do I say it? It was like, I was Wait, fucking she's her. Gr- Let's just say it. Let's just say it. Okay. Like, okay. She's the, grinding on you. Yeah. She's grinding on me. Okay. And so I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll let, like, I'll let her get her kicks. It's kind of funny. Like we're having fun. <laughs> I, I just assume everybody's having fun. 
Yeah. I'm assuming that she knows I'm queer as a $3 bill, like just by looking at me, like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but I was guys, it might be my fault because I was just wearing like a t-shirt and jeans. So like, it might be my fault actually, but anyway. and you've never done that before. No, I've never done that. Babe, before, are you actually. feeling okay? <laughs> Falling oh in. Um, no, I was just really hot the night before. Oh. <laughs> and so I decided like not to wear anything anyway. And so, so, but I was, I was really wearing that little rainbow Pittsburgh. Sh- I, it said Pittsburgh in like rainbow print on it. Hmm. And my little rainbow belt, I wear with everything. Anyway, so there I were hands. Wasn't but anyway. details. Yeah. Yeah. She might have been a little. Right. Um, anyway. Right. And so then it's like, okay, so we're having a good time. It's like, ha ha ha, kiki ki. And then suddenly I'm grinding up on her, but not because like I wanted that, but because she just gets like behind me. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, okay, work, work. Sure. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. fine. We're fine. We're doing she's okay. Get a and then she starts saying to my friend Bridget, she's like, oh, he's so sexy. <laughs> oh, my dear goodness. And I, was like, I was like, thank you, man, for the compliment. But I'm like, I, <laughs> I can already see where this is going a little bit. And right. so she had been like grinding up on me. And I would, I would like give her a second and then I would try to like diffuse a little bit. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, and then so one time I'm I'm like grinded up upon her. Uh huh. So she's behind me. Of course. What does she do? Reach around and touch my neck. Wait. <laughs> she literally went like right for the neck. Was she tall? <laughs> no, she was like she was maybe up to my shoulders. Oh boy. She's like, Quite maybe, the reach around. She, like reach for my neck. <laughs> I was like. Oh, okay. Like, let's not do all that. Excuse me, ma'am. And then she started to, and then I felt her wrap her hands around my midsection. Like, and I was like, okay. And then I (laughs) grab her hands and like physically like place them off of me. And I was like, okay, we're, we're done with that. And she like, she like, wouldn't leave me alone. Like she like, she like did not get that I did not want this to continue the way it was going and like I was like Uh, I was I was a little bit assaulted that's definitely (laughs) a that's definitely a bummer I was harassed I was harassed just a bit in a very short bar Um, right of course and so yeah that (laughs) honestly sucks (laughs) yeah maybe a little maybe a little serious for dumb scare of the week but um it was a little bit. It was a little bit better than some other things. I not, not like better than. No, it's not like bad things have been happening. That was like the best I could share. But anyway, <laughs> that was a little. Guys, just be, just don't, don't touch each other, ever. Don't touch. <laughs> don't touch other people. Ever. Touch me. Ever. <laughs> but it was fine. It's three days after, and I'm like not scarred, but. Good. You never know who could be. So just keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. Unless you're Selena Gomez and you're singing a cunty ass song. I mean, I could, but why would I want to? She was so true <laughs> for that. Wait, what was the, what was she the... had a point. You make it love with other. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was me at the Jersey Shore. But anyway. Becca, what is your jump scare this week? Mm, okay. So um, there was a recent shift in my workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the vibes have shifted. (laughs) Yes, there was a major shift. Um, We did lose a manager (gasps) and then we lost another manager temporarily. So the girls, the girls are in shambles. You could say. It's giving below deck. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And we've got a Captain Sandy on our hands, like kind of erratic. <laughs> so it's a little bit crazy at the moment. Uh-huh. And so, you know, that's just been making things a little stressful. But um, I've been seeing five, five, fives like everywhere. <gasps> and I was talking to a girl at work and she was like, oh, my God, like that is the angel number of like extreme change. So like, oh my goodness. she was like, life always gets crazy when you see the five five fives, and I was like, I've never seen the five five fives before. Like, not my angel number, mm-hmm. not my angel number. But you can't reject her like that, exactly, because she's just she's telling me the truth, and you I can run at some point. Mm-mm-mm. So basically, the jump scare is there is already some change, but. I'm more so sitting in anxiety about this major change. So, um, I guess like jump scare dot dot dot. Like ellipses vibes because I'll have to let you know um, about like, I don't know. I just feel like there's, there is something impending, but mm. it's just like, what's it going to be? So we're kind of, yeah, we're kind of on the <laughs> you're in grave danger vibes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no, but it's you like, in danger, girl. It's just, I mean, change can be a beautiful thing, but it's like it's crazy because it's always like it always, you know, ups and downs. Yeah, it's a beautiful lows. but a scary thing. Exactly. I wrote so. a whole thing about it this weekend because I was watching March Madness. Mm-hmm. And wow. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like genuinely like enjoying myself like watching the game like I was like oh my god like this is fun to watch I'm having a good wow. time and wow. I was like if I could talk to five-year-old Quinn who like hated everything about sports mm-hmm. and like tell them that one day they would like come to not hate it maybe and like that they wouldn't be such like a picky eater in the future <laughs> and like 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 that's another oh. thing I think about because I was that kid who like ate like chicken fingers and french fries at like every oh, restaurant funny. and like now i'm like okay i'll try anything and i'm like a, I, i'd say i'm a pretty adventurous eater now and like mm-hmm. i like a bunch of different stuff i can make myself a bunch of different stuff um yeah. especially when you know some people like don't grow out of the picky eating phase and it's like oh my god literally the older you grow and the longer you're a picky eater it's it's getting weird more embarrassing it's getting yeah. weird it's um, creepy freakish yeah but those like those are nice like those are things i'm happy that have changed you know? yeah for sure and so change doesn't always have to be this like negative thing but it's like you know it is a no. scary thing um, yeah and i can't deny that so i've i've cited it as this jump scare and i will look back to it always um yeah. when i find out what the change will be so quinn this takes us to then our manic pixie moments. So this is something slay, something mm-hmm. bright sided. We're choosing <laughs> to look at the love and light in life, and uh-huh. um. And so I urge you to find that in your life this week. What was that for you? Mine's reaching back a little bit further than this specific week, 
but sure. since last time we recorded so obviously i was on spring break and yes. so a resort these people work really hard um to make sure you are entertained mm-hmm. and they have to do that because they realize that like after a certain amount of time it's like you can't just sit at the pool forever and like you have to have little like activities and stuff and so right. there would be like pool aerobics there would be like volleyball like me and my friends were playing water volleyball oh my god me and my friends like carrying on at water volleyball with all the other poor guests. We were making all these <laughs> dumb jokes. <laughs> we were having the most clinically online conversations at some point. We were like, oh my God, you're representing the oh. Ozempic games for Flop Topica <laughs> right now. Like <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't understand what you were saying yeah. to other guests. All the old people didn't know like, that. Um, anyway. <laughs> and so but at night at night it's hard because you don't have like the pool and you don't have like the ocean to like entertain people and mm-hmm. so there were like shows some nights but one night there's karaoke <gasps> yeah and so <laughs> of course our group had to show out so my friend tegan was very early in the night he did um stop by the spice girls very good performance nice um maddie my friend maddie did new york new york and we wouldn't just get up there and like sing and like look at the screen or whatever no we were working the room like you had to work like it was a big ass room we were in it was like the bar area but there were at least like 100 people from the resort like in there and then of course you know i have the note on my phone called karaoke songs i would body Right, of course. And so I'm consulting that, and I'm like, "Huh, what should I do for a night? What would get the crowd going?" And I said, mm-hmm. "Oh, I actually know. Oh, I actually know." And so, what do I decide to sing for karaoke? But believe by share. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and what had oh I had god. before I did that? A lot of alcohol too. So hell yeah, <laughs> I was a little—I was a, a well-informed decision. Yeah, so I was a little like I was a little tipsy, and then my song comes on, and girl, when I tell you, I gave, I gave. I was working I the room. You. I was squatting down next to people, singing parts of the song to them. I was walking around. I was directing parts of the songs to people. I was coming up with full storylines about like why I was mad at people, but why it was like, okay, to move on with my life. And yeah, the fame just followed because (laughs) we did that performance. And then everybody, like the whole rest of the time we were there, people kept coming up to us and being like, we really enjoyed your performance at karaoke the other night. (laughs) Really something. And it was oh like I was like obsessed with that. <laughs> yeah, We're crazy. We also had this thing on spring break where like everybody had like a night, and by a night we meant that they got the drunkest. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And karaoke was my night. Is that the night you fell asleep to the? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about this. Thank you so yeah, much for reminding of course. me. So, <laughs> so I got very drunk, and so there wasn't much to do. So like by the time it was like midnight it was kind of wrapping up and so but I was like drunk because we met people and we were taking shots and I just felt it all come at once and I was like mm. guys I gotta put I myself guess to it's bed time to go. <laughs> I think it's time to go <laughs> and I'm like not that person but I was like no I'm gonna go yeah <laughs> like I was like and so I was like good night everybody it's been lovely and I stumble myself up to my room and oh boy tear off all my clothes and get in bed yeah. but what do i have but the spins 
And so I'm like, okay, so I can't go to bed. And so I'm like, I need to watch something a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, And so what do I look up but Below Deck? Of course. I'm like, oh, <laughs> let me go on YouTube, find something Below Deck to watch. And so I was watching Below Deck Med's Greatest Chef Meltdowns. Meltdowns. <laughs> part two. Yeah. And I, something about it put me fast to sleep and then <laughs> Corey, my friend Corey, who I was sharing a room with came in and took a picture of me beside the phone like, <laughs> with he, the video he picked playing. up my phone and like flipped it over <laughs> to show the video that was playing and it is an image of me that will live in infamy exactly I've been making like... little playlists for each month and the March playlist the cover is that photo so it's on yeah. spotify if you guys have my spotify um you can see the photo. no like i want to edit like things onto the phone of like what you were watching you know oh my god please <laughs> do your worst it's, it's my new you know where the guy's laying in the bed and he has the he has the phone out and the airpods up his nose oh uh, and it's like music it's, you put different music on there yeah it's like that new that new one for me the mm-hmm. template there's so much yeah. to go. Only only up from here. Yeah. <laughs> only up. Yeah, that was my night. I did have one other night, I feel. Ooh. Some of us have multiple nights. <laughs> <laughs> it's spring break. It's fine. It's spring break. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> but Becca, what is your manic pixie moment? So, I did allude to this, uh-huh. but I'm proud to officially announce... I have just saved myself $200,000 <gasps> by being rejected from NYU. <laughs> oh my God. And it's official. And it's official. It's official. I'm so Two proud. Two NYU rejects <laughs> are now the host of this podcast. No, no. Like this is my impression of NYU rejecting me for the second time. Oops. I said it, it again. <laughs> Like they're crazy for that. Uh, <laughs> but I I'm truly sorry. believe. Oh, don't be sorry. It's okay. Okay. Work. I, I realized this was a large possibility. Uh-huh. Um, when I applied. Um, and again, I am saving a lot of money not going. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it's just weird that happened twice, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be a the, bitch, but you guys are kind of boring. <laughs> what's the Phineas and Ferb quote where it's like, um, if I had a nickel for, for every, every time, time this happened, happened I would um, have to... I'd have two nickels, nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's kind of weird that it happened twice. Right? Twice, right? <laughs> exactly. That's how I, I mean, feel. Yeah. I don't know. The fact that they rejected both of us. Lack of obviously, yeah. No, and even more like... for me for acting, because like I was an 18 year old applying to be like an acting student there, like whatever, like who cares? But like the fact that you were rejected for costume design, which is something I know you're so good at. I have ocular proof that you're so good at. Oh, like, thanks, girl. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. They're lost. <laughs> they're crazy with it. Um, but yeah, so guys, it's not my journey. It's not my journey. Not my journey. <laughs> it's not what the universe wants for me. I truly believe that because mm-hmm. I've gotten so many signs like when that happened. And you know how many times I said during COVID, I'm so glad I don't go to NYU right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said that same hey. thing. I'm like, I think 
I think, I think the Lord above. I think the Lord every time. Like, I think about mm-hmm. the fact that I could be, like, at, or, like, I could have gone to NYU and, like, put myself in so much debt. Yes. Yeah. So, guys, I just needed to be proven wrong again so yeah. that I can be proven right in the future. Yeah. So, that's what this y'all was. are on that journey, but... <laughs> Yeah. Maybe it's just not for me and Becca. No, 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 no. I haven't entered my grad school application era, but you know. Your day will come. My day will come. (laughs) I will have my day Mm -hmm. in the sun. (laughs) Trist. Literally. But we must celebrate. We're looking at the light. You just saved a lot of money. It's like okay, I saved work. so I saved two hundred thousand dollars, (laughs) guys. It's really that much. Oh yeah. It's actually a little more. Crazy. Yeah. Why is that allowed? <laughs> no. No, it shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> no, it shouldn't be. <laughs> that would have been seriously dangerous if I would have gone there. <laughs> I know. Dangerous to my uh, lifestyle. Yeah, because I don't have that much money, actually. <laughs> uh, but who needs that? Uh, get a load of that. Guys. You know, anyway. So that's the manifesting moment that you didn't get. Yeah, manifesting in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. Have you Adam? No, manic pixie dream girls don't go to NYU. No. (laughs) Isn't that where? Isn't that where she went? Ladybird though. Uh, she went to Columbia. Oh. No, that's where you meet a. (laughs) That's where you meet a manic pixie dream girl though. Same kind of idea, though. <laughs> the Manic Pixie Dream Girl didn't get into NYU, but somehow got into Columbia. Got into like, Columbia. Like, you're like, oh, so how did that work exactly? <laughs> it's the true gag, yeah. Yeah. So, dot, dot, dot. Well, can't believe NYU will not have this podcast to count as things that alumni are making out in the world. But <laughs> Yeah, it will not again, be Again, it's just their loss. Um. Exactly. Yeah, and that's our show this week. So, Becca, where mm-hmm. can people follow you? If they're so well, yeah. Thanks for asking. They can follow me on Instagram at Becca Hobart, Twitter and Spotify, Beck's Gloss, and TikTok, where y'all going during World War Three. They can also find me not at the freaking debt collector's office. Because, <laughs> babe, I don't have to worry about that. Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually if they're so inclined? You can find me at Quinn P. Murphy on both Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me at Quinn P. Murphy underscore on Twitter. And you can also find me eating some more of my carbonara I made right before this podcast episode because it's not amazing. Okay. But first of all, I couldn't find guanciale which is the meat that you're supposed to make it with. So I had to use like bacon bits. Um, but okay. it's kind of busting. Like it, it's busting. Like I, I'm like, okay, this is kind of in the neighborhood of carbonara, but you know, it's the first time I made the recipe. Like, damn, like it doesn't have to be perfect. Shouts um, out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Becca, where can people follow the show if they want to do that as well? Mm, yes. They can follow at Manic Pissy Jump Scare on Instagram, on TikTok. And on YouTube, where we post—pardon me—post the podcast at length, guys, and also exclusive content over there. You don't want to be missing that. There's also room to comment there. You can also, of course, 
email in at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. We're always reading your emails, scouring the web for anything you have to say. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we love you guys. Yeah. We're we're and we're and we're back. back. And and thank you for listening. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.